Welcome to Unscripted Startups. I'm your host, Cameron Stack, and today I will be speaking with Christine Tay. She is a money and financial coach as well as a tax consultant, and she posts a lot of great content about how to be financially prepared on LinkedIn. So I thought I'd bring her on the show and talk to you about finance and some of the things that are going on right now and how you can prepare best for them. So thanks for coming on the show. Hello, Cameron. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Uh, so tell tell our audience a little more about what you do. I'm a financial coach. So basically what I do is that I help people build a good relationship with money. So I my clients come from all kinds of backgrounds, from people who have a lot of debt, to people who make very good money, but they don't know where their money goes, right? So, um, so my focus is really around like we... We focus on the budgeting, so they stay uh, on top of that. And then throughout the journey with the budgeting, on fi- when they start to become more aware of their finances, then we we um, we solve any of their money issues that come up and stuff like that. And then today, like coronavirus, like n- any other day, I mean, it's it's still like it's still a bit more important now to be more aware of your finances. So hopefully, not a lot of people are just you know, um, unfortunately, some people just realize how important this is. But I try to um, you know to, to keep my um, the clients that I got was actually they've been pretty good most of them actually came pre-COVID so it, it wasn't like there was a lump of people that came in you know when coronavirus started I wanted to ask you what are some of your tips for the class of 2020 who are just getting out into the workforce or maybe they they can't get a job right now due to the whole coronavirus thing what are some tips for that you would give to them on how to be financially prepared once they do start getting that paycheck and once they start getting that money coming in for people who lost their job because of the coronavirus i mean like it's it's the same concept as me being an entrepreneur so my income you know always goes up and down so it varies right so so it's the same i think as some of my client their their fear or the prospects i talk to they they're like um yeah my my income got cut in half actually i have some clients who who's also going through that and then i said yeah they welcome to the life of an entrepreneur so you gotta hustle so i i encourage them to find side jobs you know uh, part-time or anything that you can offer a service virtually i mean they're you know you can be a va you can sell stuff online or you can you can do whatever you need to do hustle or learn new skills if you have enough savings hopefully you do then learn new skills so you can keep yourself being marketable so that when it's time to actually look for a job you have all those skills you didn't just sit there and then do nothing so always be productive do something you know work keep keep finding stuff to do or like something to make money or, or learn new skills I think that's excellent and I remember seeing a few people posting on LinkedIn about what individuals were going to spend their stimulus check on and I was like the best investment you could do with that money is invest it in yourself. So learn some kind of trade or certificate. Exactly. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I have spoken at a um, high school you know, high school graduate, it was like, it's the summertime, they just graduate high school and then they, they were offering some summer workshop, you know, some life skill workshop and stuff. So that was fun because I got a chance to actually learn uh, what high school students are thinking. So, you know, uh, come up with common questions were like, you know, I want to own a house, I want to retire early, you know, I want to own pets and then, and you know, like it, it's, it's like the American dream, right? Owning homes, stuff. And then like some of them already have credit cards even. So I think my tips is like, you know start budgeting that's like the most simple thing that's the number one 
advice I would give anyone, start budgeting. It is so, so important for you to be aware and then know where your money goes. I mean, end of the day, I mean, it's like pluses and minuses, right? So you would think it's pretty simple, but some people do struggle with that. But most of them, they're just like, they're going through so much trauma around money that's why i'm there to help them to actually move through that to talk it through to work it through like you know we go through their history their past like what happened so we have to heal those traumas to be able to move forward yeah for sure do you recommend any programs because i know someone said that it's good to put all your purchases on a credit card and then pay them off each month. Obviously only buy stuff that you already have the money in your checking account and you're not buying frivolous purchases. But they were saying if you have it all all on one credit card statement, then you can see what you're spending stuff on and what you can cut out. What are your thoughts on that? So yes, only spend what you have. And then for the, um, for the credit card, you know, I have nothing against credit card. I actually like credit cards, but of course, I only recommend this to my clients who have graduated. So I say graduate when they, when I know they're always on positive cash flow, they're always aware of their finances. They got this budgeting tool down. Like when I say down, like they always on top of it. You know, they are consistent with it. So, so I think when they graduated, then I, I don't see anything wrong with credit cards. I think credit cards actually has a lot of value because first of all, you get protection. You know, like. You don't have to worry about charging, buying stuff online, whatever. I mean, if people do get your credit card number, I mean, you can always dispute that, right? So it's a little easier. And then plus the money has not been taken out from your bank account yet. So whereas a debit card, the money has already been taken out from your account. And then if you pay cash, then good luck getting any of that back, right? So so yeah, I, I, I don't have anything against credit card. I actually prefer that um, over everything. I think that's really important and a key differentiator because yes, uh, if, if you lose cash, you're never going to see that again. If you, if someone uses your debit card, you're most likely not going to see that because the dispute process takes weeks, if not months. But with a credit card, it is. They tend to side with you unless they know that you're like a problem person who just disputes everything. So I feel like there is a little more of a barrier and safety net for you. But yeah, obviously, having a credit card, a lot of people think of it as like free cash free stuff and it's like no yeah it's not that way you have to pay it off so you only want to buy things that you know you're going to purchase already you just want the added protection and maybe the miles or the bonus points but if you are not already planning on buying that item with cold hard cash you shouldn't use a credit card exactly exactly and then like that's the sad part about you know our our country right because then it's and you know i I, i'm chinese i was born and raised in the philippines and then most asia um countries in the asia are actually they were still very heavily on cash and then like so i moved here in 2000 i immigrated in the united states in 2000 so i was born and raised there so before i left i mean it was all cash like there's really not credit cards there so so if you only have can spend on cash then you can only spend what you have <laughs> so there's no option for you to spend what you don't have yet with the concept of credit card and then here in america it's just like it's so easy i mean you know i mean i don't know like maybe 15 16 year old can even get a 500 dollar credit card now and then like they're like oh wow i can just charge and then oh what what how much do i have to pay oh ten dollars minimum i was like oh i can spend 500 a thousand whatever and then i only have to spend the minimum so it makes it so easy for people and i think that's just very dangerous to just give credit card to people who have 
not understand the concept. And then it's very sad, like here in the United States, there's no subject that's mandatory in school for financial literacy. I think everyone should have that. All schools should have that. I think our government should make change to actually have that. That is, it's a required subject. Like, you know, just teach people, okay, uh, how do you manage your money? You know, how do you start budgeting? How do you even start, I, I don't know, like, you know, if you're given $50 allowance, how do you manage that? But you are really on your own. You 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 need to have, um, you know, good luck. Hopefully your, your parents are also financially literate and then start teaching you that. But most of my clients who come to me who's, who have no idea about their finances is because they were raised with parents that, you know, that don't know anything. And then, and it's not their fault. You know, it's not the parents' fault. They might have been raised around that and it's not the fault of my clients too. So it's like, if they don't get it at home, they don't get it in school, then it's, it's then they're kind of on their own. They, they need to be also smart enough um, to actually even start, you know, asking for help or even figure out where to even start. So if they don't know where to start, I would... I would just suggest, you know, I don't know, they can follow me. You know, I always post uh, educational stuff that provides free value on LinkedIn. I'm also on Instagram. You know, you guys can find me, Tay Financial Coaching. My last name is T-E-H, Financial Coaching. And you can just connect with me on LinkedIn, you know, Christine Tay, T-E-H. And um, Cameron will share all that links with you later. But yeah, you can start with that. Actually, I'm, I'm going to start creating a course on financial literacy something that's actually uh very affordable so people you know in even high school can even uh buy that you know or high school graduate so that at least they can just get started because sometimes they just don't know where to even go or even start to even learn about finances yeah i think you bring up some excellent points and that is like the education system has not been working for a lot of people and it, I feel like it's just like a no-brainer to offer a financial literacy and a few other classes that help people like survive in the real world because like it doesn't matter how high your IQ is if you can't survive outside of the education system and and like even college they focus on social studies and focus on history and they focus on this there's no like get a job how to manage the money from your first salary position or like just life skills in general and i've noticed a lot of people when i was in college that like they could they couldn't do their own laundry they couldn't do basic stuff like that and like you you gotta learn that stuff yep exactly well i you know i'm i'm a big supporter in this so i think like if we can just change the entire education system to actually you know like like math science they're all like uh, or english you know they're all mandatory class right so i think like when they start high school i think at the minimum you know high school um you know or at the latest high school you know they when when they start high school i think there should be a mandatory class for financial literacy yeah yeah definitely with credit cards my family was like you only spend stuff with cash so i had to learn like what are credit cards what is a credit score how do i grow a credit score and that was difficult for me but thankfully there are so many great youtube videos and so many good videos on how to, like credit score wise and stuff like that what are some of your tips for like people who maybe spend a little more than they should how do they curb back some of that spending whether it's daily lattes or five million streaming platform memberships what would your suggestions be on that yeah so so basically my budgeting system is very simple so um so you know i don't judge someone if they they want if they want to drink every day they want to take have coffee at starbucks every day that's fine if you can afford it 
you know is in your budget then okay so what if you, if you as long as you you are working on your other um financial goals you're maxing out your retirement you're saving for your retirement you're investing for wealth growth i mean that's fine but then like what if you can't afford it so if you can't afford it then then i ask them then okay obviously you can't afford this so i make them decide on their own so where where can you cut back what what are you willing to do what's more important for you so we go back to their values like what is uh, your overall goal you know what are you trying to accomplish and then so i always keep reminding them why did they come to me for you know so, so sometimes you know most of them if they have debt then they want to get out of debt you know they want to have financial freedom and for most people they're definition of financial freedom is not to have to worry about money or even they always think oh i'm not working passive income i mean there's many different different definition of financial freedom but you know i think end of the day you know you just want to feel free you want to feel relief about money you want to feel you know happy about money you want you you just have a good relationship with money that's the basic foundation so yeah so if they overspend then i always ask them you know it's like you're you told me you want to retire early and then you we, we cannot get there if you don't uh, pay for your debt so then I, I have to be their accountability partner and then and they have to always keep it a uh, positive cash flow if they can't then they need and then we have to identify like you know what's going on why are they keep on spending and then sometimes like they want to go to Starbucks all the time because they're you know if they're addicted to coffee that's fine though so how can we make an equivalent of that at home you know maybe you you might need to wake up a little earlier because sometimes they go to Starbucks for convenience purposes so then they might have to wake up earlier they have to change some of their lifestyle so they can make the coffee at home and then sometimes they don't want the coffee at work because it sucks and then so they have to do it at home so we have to figure that out how do we make their life easier so that way it they don't have an excuse to spend the money so we work around on so many different things just to make it work for them i really like that how you you turn the question back on them so they think they have to think about what they can cut out and you're not just telling them because they're more likely to do it if they come to the conclusion also yeah there is no easy fixes to life there's not a one-size-fits-all to life to business to finances to anything so what would be some of your guidance on how people can prepare their finances in case there happens to be another crash in the future? Oh, so yeah, it boils down to, I'm going to keep repeating this, like have a budget, have a budget. Like no matter what, it can be a pen and paper, Excel, Google Sheet, Mint, why not? Like there's so, there's so many stuff out there. But then again, no tool will ever help you fix things if you don't know how to stick with it. So it's the same concept. I always compare this to to um, to uh, being healthy, right? So if you're trying to be healthy, you're trying to cut down sugar, whatever, you know, even working out, regular workout, it's, it's a forever thing. You have to be uh, regular and consistent. And then even with anything to succeed, even on LinkedIn, I wouldn't have succeeded or gained so much followers if I wasn't consistently posting new content every day. So it's, it's, it's all boils down. Same thing with money. You have to be very consistent. So have a budgeting and be consistent. You have to commit. Like if you really want to change, you have to commit that you are willing to do the work. You are willing to change your habit and change your lifestyle because if you don't you're gonna keep doing what you're doing you're gonna stay where you are and you're not gonna progress and then where has that taken you so i think like um sometimes you know you, you can only pull someone you know so far right or encourage someone so they have to come from a place they have to be ready they have to be ready to do the work they have to be ready to know what it takes and then they have to know the commitment it takes so i think those are the ones who are actually able to succeed and be able to um you know be successful move forward but so we try as much as we can to move 
through that barrier so they can actually succeed. And then most of that has to do with their mindset and emotion. Yeah, I totally agree. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. So they have to have that inward motivation to change their life and do like small actual steps daily and weekly because they can't expect to like, oh, I'm going to pay off all my debt in one month. It has to be, they have to see things happening and see growth and change happening, but it can't be like, oh, I'm going to become rich overnight. I'm going to have a thousand dollars in my checking account or whatever the goal is. It has to be manageable and they have to be able to keep moving and seeing growth. Well, wrapping up, do you have any final thoughts that you would like to share with the audience? And maybe it's specific to entrepreneurs and how they can go about investing or planning for retirement when they don't have such a stable paycheck. Yeah, so so you need to learn how to invest outside of the retirement fund. You can still do it in your IRA. And then like if you're if it's really unstable, then you need to le- really learn how to hustle. I mean, like for me as an entrepreneur, you it's very hard to succeed as an entrepreneur if you don't know how to hustle, if you're not comfortable with hustling. So I'm very comfortable with that. I actually love it. I thrive on it. So different people have different personalities. So if you prefer the steady paycheck, being an employee, then that's fine. Then that might be what you, you know, what you need because based on your personality. So if you are an employee, you have steady paychecks. That one's pretty simple. You max out your 401k. You can max out your IRA too. There are ways to convert and do backdoor Roth IRA. And then, you know, make sure you invest. Once you max that out already, you have no choice there. Then you already have your emergency fund. Then learn to invest. Figure out what other investment vehicles is good for you to grow your money. But but don't leave so much money in your cash account. So if you're an entrepreneur, then, you know, you hustle. You you figure out how to um, create more passive income. Because then, you know, your income is unstable. For me, you know, my income goes up and down every month. I don't know how much I'm going to make in any given month. So that's why I'm working on more digital products. So I just launched my LinkedIn online course so that's passive now and you know i already had a couple of sales since i um launched it so i'm trying to think more about other digital product or online products like maybe financial literacy course so that might be up next in my project list yeah for sure entrepreneurship life is not for everyone and you you have to find what works for you and sometimes a side hustle on the weekend and working a full-time job is better want to thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your insight with our listeners. Uh, We will be posting links to her social media accounts and to her website so you can go check her out. Thank you, Cameron. Have a great day, everyone. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And don't forget to live life 1% better each and every day. Until next time, this has been Unscripted Startups.